And it's about that time again here at the Stoop on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome. It's another Monday night. I'm your host, Jonathan Raggett. Alongside me, as always, is Jeff the Shark Perini. And Jeff, we got a great show tonight, brother. Tremendous show. Uh, I'm calling it a mega Monday show. Everything big tonight. Everything big. Uh, going global. Debuting a new band here in the U.S. And uh, got some hockey on in front of me here in the studio. Great, great night. Great night to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. And tonight, joining us all the way from England at the 8 p.m. hour, 1 a.m. her time, so we can't thank her enough for taking the time out of her schedule and staying up past midnight, but who knows? She's probably partying with the gang. You never know. But she's going to call in around 8 p.m., and it's Lilith from Lilith and the Night, really amazing metal rock band from England, and we are super, super excited to uh, have her here with us uh, tonight, and we're going to... uh, listen to a few songs and just uh we're actually gonna listen to one right away off the bat here tonight but before we do that um just got news coming over the wire um it broke about 25 minutes ago the passing of doris roberts um if you don't know her she was in so many things from from the mrs miracle movies uh the christmas movies to everybody loves raymond she played um uh mrs barone the mother that lived across the street that just always annoyed her son uh she passed away at 90 years old jeff she's been around a long time man just a uh, terrific actress, and funny, on that show, we used to always compare that to my family, and she used to remind me of uh, my mom, the Italian mom, always interested in her kids' stuff, she played a role so well, it really, really sad news to see this today, she lived a good life, but uh, sad to hear this today. Yeah, 90 years old, man, It's uh, she led a good, good life, long life, and uh, our uh, thoughts, prayers, and condolences out to uh, the Doris, uh, excuse me, the Roberts uh, clan, uh, Doris Roberts passed away at the age of 90. Um... Yeah, but Lilith from Lilith and the Night will be joining us tonight in just a little bit. So before we get off on anything, we're going to just debut a song from uh, Lilith and the Night. It's the first time this is going to be played on any kind of radio station, any kind of podcast in the U.S. We're really, really excited about it. And this is their debut single called Wake Me by Lilith and the Night. Enjoy it.
There you go. Awesome. Great, 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 great song. Lilith in the Night, straight out of London, England. Wake up. Awesome song. First time, I, I believe, that's uh, being played here in the States, Jeff. We promise we're going to bring it to you no matter where it comes from and how we get it. Uh, yeah, the U.S. debut tonight of the amazing Lilith. She's fantastic. Um, great talent. I like it. It's got a great look, too. And I'm excited for this band and dying to see uh, more stuff from them. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to talk to her about her bandmates. We're going to talk to her about future projects, future concerts going on in England and around Europe. Um, and she did a little work with the NFL. So we're going to talk to her about that as well as we're all uh, big NFL fans here. Uh, but let's get into a little sports talk before we are joined by our guest. NHL playoff time, man. We uh, did our bracket last show uh, last Monday and got a couple of surprises already. So I'll just throw it out there right now. Dallas Stars leading the Minnesota Wild two games to zero. The St. Louis Blues leading the Chicago Blackhawks two games to one. Surprise already right there. This is a big shocker here. Nashville Predators leading two games to none against the Anaheim Ducks, Jeff. I did tell you the Predators are going to give the Ducks a hard time. I like that team. I like Laviolette's uh, style in the playoffs. He, he's got a little different formula come playoff time, and uh, the team plays a little bit better. So uh, the Ducks got their hands full right there. That's a good series. Yeah, it really is so far. I'm shocked. I, I had Anaheim in five, so uh, I lost that game already. So we'll keep going. Another shocker here, man. We both picked uh, in seven games. You picked L.A. I picked San Jose. Looks like I'm going to at least win team-wise here if this keeps going. San Jose Sharks leading the L.A. Kings two games to none. I told you, man, I like this Sharks team. I feel like this could be their year, Jeff. I like the Sharks. I guess I was riding the uh, the Kings wave over the past few years. It's a different team. You know, it's not the uh, Flyers West anymore with the Richards and Williams and Carter and all them guys. It's it's no. definitely changed a bit. The, the style's different, and uh, hey, San Jose looks really good. Yeah, we're going to get there, man. San Jose might actually win one. Who knows? All right, man, jumping over to the east, the New York Islanders leading the Florida Panthers two games to one. The Tampa Bay Lightning leading the Detroit Red Wings two games to one. I call this game in five. Capitals, two games to none, Jeff, against your Flyers. You're watching the game right now. What's going on? Got it in the background. One to one. Uh, Washington's on a power play. Flyers have played pretty decent hockey. It's not like they're getting blown out. The score doesn't really tell this tale. They play tough. They just can't beat Holtby. He's been uh, sensational so far in that. Damn good player. And the Pittsburgh Penguins and my New York Rangers, man, 1-1. It's all tied up, man. Are you enjoying the playoffs so far? Love it. I love the NHL playoffs. Uh, I catch myself staying awake till 1, 2 o'clock in the morning and dragging my rear end the next day. But uh, it's worth it, man. It's just some great action. And the West has great action that comes on late. So, uh, man, give me the coffee and uh, I'll stay awake for it. Give me the coffee. <laughs> Give me the coffee. Give me the coffee. All right, man. We didn't do an NBA bracket, but let's just uh, go through this real quick. Uh, over in the West, the Golden State Warriors, they lead one game to nothing against the Houston Rockets. Pretty much destroyed the Rockets in game one, Jeff. Do you see the Warriors sweeping this from the Rockets, or do you think the Rockets get a game or two in there? I hate to say it, and I hate doing it not being a guy that's ever uh, played pro ball, but the Rockets to me just seem like a, a team that's lazy, and they just don't seem to have the heart and don't really seem to think they belong here. So I think Golden State puts them away in four, maybe five, maybe Houston squeaks one out, but uh, I don't have high hopes. No, neither do I, man. I have to say I see uh, a, a Warriors sweep, if not Warriors, in five. I think James Harden is one of the most overrated players in the NBA. Guy cannot play defense for the life of him. Yes, he can score, but when you're taking the majority of shots for the team, of course you're going to score. Uh, L.A. Clippers leading the Portland Trailblazers one game to none. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder leading one game to nothing over the Dallas Mavericks, and the Spurs leading Memphis one game to nothing there. Over in the East, Cleveland Cavaliers leading one game to nothing over the Detroit Pistons. Atlanta Hawks one nothing over Boston. Where do you see this going? Because I'm really intrigued by this Boston team, Jeff. I have to say, I, I think this could be one of the better up-and-coming teams over the next few years if Danny Ainge keeps going the way he's going. Um, over the next few years, sure. I like what I see out of Boston. Uh, a lot of injuries. I was checking their injury report. Got a lot of guys that are nicked up, banged up, that may or may not play. Guys that are playing hurt. Um, and the Atlanta Hawks is a tough team to go into if you're not 100%. So uh, yeah. I think the future is bright for Boston, but I don't like this series. I really don't. I think they might be one and done. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they're going to be one and done. I think they can squeak it out, man. It's still only one game to nothing. Uh, 
Hawks haven't been as dominant this season as they were last season. Um, it, it, it really could still go anywhere, man. Isaiah Thomas, to me, one of the better point guards in the league. Um, is he better than Jeff Teague? I think so. Offensively, he definitely is. Can Teague hold him down defensively throughout this series? It's going to be a tough uh, test for Jeff Teague, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, Miami Heat won nothing over the Charlotte Hornets. I want to see the Charlotte Hornets win, man. Absolutely. I would love to see it. Get somebody different in there for starters. Just get this Charlotte franchise back on the right track. Um, remember the years with uh, Morning and Larry Johnson, and uh, they had a chance to be just a great franchise. You want to see them get back in business and uh, become dominant again. Just get a, a new name, a new city involved. And don't forget, Little Muggsy Bogues, man. My boy. Little Muggsy Bogues, of course. And you can't forget as well, Del Curry. Yeah, absolutely. Del Curry. Yeah, a lot of good guys to go through Charlotte. And that used to be a fun organization. So, uh, you have to it, get it, it back. It was, man. It really was, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the Hornet name is back. I'm glad that, well, it's not really the Hornet colors. They're a little darker. But I'm glad that that whole, I'm, I'm just really happy with the way Michael Jordan is running this franchise. And I got to give props to Jordan, man, because when he first got there, uh, when they were the Bobcats, they looked pretty bad, dude. They looked really bad with some of the picks that they were doing. The Adam Morrisons, uh, the Emeka Okafors really didn't pan out. But uh, they look like they got it, man. And Jeremy Lin, man, he's 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 lighting it up, man, from the bench. So is Lin Sanders back? They they look a little bit like the Sixers do now. They were uh, the Bobcats. They had a flair where everything they did just wasn't going right. Trade picks weren't going right. Free agents weren't playing there, and yeah, you know, they've right the ship. It's good to see. Yeah, absolutely. And then the uh, Toronto Raptors dropped the first game to the Indiana Pacers. Um, that was a shocking one, man, because I really think that the Toronto Raptors could go far in this playoffs. I think they can go to the Eastern Conference Finals. And can they beat a team like Cleveland? Or can they beat a team like Atlanta or Boston? Possibly on a very good uh, few nights that they can. But I think that they could easily make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. But Paul George, man, he's showing that that leg injury is a thing of the past, dude. Yeah, the Pacers can play some ball. That's definitely not a uh, walkover team. So uh, Toronto's got to come in with their A game, man. I mean, they got to they got to prove that they belong there. A lot of people were suspect that they do belong. He said they got talent. They they should be a team that can uh, that can make a make some noise here. So we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's the uh, NBA playoffs. So let me just go through this real quick, and then I'm going to ask you who do you got winning. So far, you got Warriors over the Rockets, Clippers or Trailblazers? Um, I got to go with the Clippers, um, obviously the Warriors. Yeah. Uh, Thunder over Mavericks? I stick with the Thunder. I think they got a, I think they got enough left. Mavericks just, again, not the Mavericks of old. I think the um, Thunder survived this one. Yeah. Spurs or Memphis? Oh, definitely Spurs all day. I think the Spurs, uh, they, they give uh, Golden State a run. I know everybody doesn't believe it. I think they give Golden State a good run this year. Absolutely. All right, Eastern time. Cleveland, Detroit. Now you got to go Cleveland. Uh, Detroit hung tough in game one, but, it, it you know, it's the three-headed monster, uh, Irving and Lowe and, and LeBron, it, it's only a matter of time, and uh, it seems like they can turn it on whenever they're ready. So uh, you got to go Cleveland. All right, and you got Atlanta over Boston, correct? I'm going to take Atlanta. All right. Miami or Charlotte? Just from heart, as we said, I'm going to go Charlotte. I don't know their chances. I'm going to go Charlotte. Very nice. I like that, man. I like when you do stuff like that. All right. Toronto or Indiana? Hey, I picked Villanova. Um, I'm going to say that uh, I'm going to go with the Shocker. I'm going to say Indiana pulls this thing out. I'm going mega Shocker here. Indiana? All right. All right. So uh, we'll have to – Keep pan on that and see uh, where this leads, man. I'm shocked. I'm shocked you picked Indiana over Toronto, man. I really am. I, I feel Toronto's overrated. They got some talent, but there's something about it. It just doesn't work for me. Kind of like I said with the Washington Capitals. I mean, Capitals were hanging in, but they're not manhandling, and uh, these number ones have got to start playing like they belong at the top. Absolutely. All right, 745 here at the Stoop. We're going to be joined by Lilith from Lilith of the Night in about 15 minutes. And we're really excited. We cannot wait. So you know what? Let's listen to another Lilith in the Night song, Jeff. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. I could do that all night long. All right. So this is a single titled Simple Master by Lilith in the Night. And we'll see you in about five minutes.
There you go. That simple master by Lilith and then I gotta say, out of most of the songs, that's probably one of my favorites. Uh, two for two so far. I am loving what I'm hearing. So excited about this band. Uh, I'm getting ready to buy them a ticket to the U.S. myself if I if I can afford it. I fly them out the next week and get them somewhere near my hometown. Excellent stuff. I don't know. Maybe I smell them opening for Adrenaline. Hmm. I like the sound of that. I, I love Adrenaline. Oh my! I just. We just get this great talent here. I'm loving everybody we get on this show, and uh, we haven't missed yet, and, and tonight has just been great so far. The music's been great. Can't wait to talk to, to Lilith and hear what's on her mind. Yeah, absolutely, man. Hey, man, listen, a nice bill of Lilith and the Night, Psyka, Adrenaline. Man, we get some great talent here, dude. Absolutely. And on all, on all facets, we have good country uh, singers. Yes. We've had good... Uh, Rasta, whatever you want to call that one there, and then uh, hard rock <laughs> and metal. It's been great. I mean, it's great, great talents, great shows. I don't, you know what? I don't know what genre to put Ed Roman in. Ed Roman is uh, his genre is Ed Roman. Roman, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> he's a uh, he's uh, under the uh, Ed Roman section in the uh, record. Absolutely, show. absolutely. He he is a unique talent. Absolutely wonderful musician. And hopefully he makes it to Philly, man, so we get to hang out with him. So that would be real fun. Very good, man. All right, man, we should be joined by Lilith in just a few minutes. But real quick, dude, I got to bring this up. I finally saw Star Wars, man. Congratulations. Out from under your rock. What would you think? I, You know what? I actually I liked it a lot better. Listen, when the new uh, – whatever is Rogue One, a Star Wars story trailer came out, um, I didn't see Force Awakens yet, and I said I like the Rogue One trailer better than I like the Force Awakens trailer. I think it has the potential to be a better movie than Force Awakens. Then I saw Force Awakens, and I liked it a lot better than I thought I would. 
Am I a monster Star Wars fan? No, but I am a Star Wars fan. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say what happened because I'm sure there's a lot of people who haven't even seen it yet. You know, there's a lot of people in the boat where they just don't go to movie theaters and they don't buy the DVD when it first comes out. But uh, no, you're right. It's just you. What happened? <laughs> no, trust me. Man. I actually know a lot of people I haven't even seen it yet. But what happened, and you know what I'm talking about, I called that. Oh, yeah. I called yeah, that during the trailer. I said, you know what? It, 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 if something happens, it's going to be that person. And uh, it, it, listen, I, I like the writing. I like the way they shot it. And I have to say, Ray and Finn, I love those two characters, man. I don't know why people were down on Finn, but I absolutely love that character, and I can't wait to see him in the next one. Yeah, he's really good. I, I like the um, – had good chemistry, good delivery. Um, I know I know John doesn't want to spoil it. I will. Um, Darth Vader is Luke's dad. I'm sorry people had to spoil it, but uh, yes. that's a big spoiler. <laughs> Yoda is alive, and he is a hamster. So <laughs> – Oh, All right, man, real quick, man, we're going to do our uh, top five list before Lilith, and, uh, Lilith from Lilith and the Knight joins us. And tonight, we're uh, since she's co- calling in from England, we're going to go with our top five favorite English singers, bands, rockers, you name it. And this was a tough one, Jeff, so I'm going to let you start it off, man. I stuck uh, mostly with singers, so my top five, or actually top six, we've got that infamous tie of fifth. So, um, from England, here we go. Uh, Tie at number five, uh, Damon Albarn, the lead singer of Blur and the Gorillas. Uh, he's got that great British uh, accent in his music and a great singer. Two big bands he's put together. Uh, I like, I love the stuff of Blur. I like the Gorillas. Very innovative. So uh, he's uh, tied at number five with a. Um, I just like this guy's moxie, man. John Lydon or Johnny Rotten, whatever you want to call him from the Sex Pistols. Um, <laughs> just that hardcore punk, man. That real attitude. That I don't give a F uh, kind of sound in his voice. Lydon was always great. I liked him. Uh, number four for me, Roger Daltrey of The Who. Um, really just a powerful singer. Uh, the Who's been around forever. always liked The Who. Absolutely. You know me when it comes to British rock. I'm a Who guy. I'm a Stones guy. Before, I'm a Beatles guy. I hate to say it, but at number four. Number three, the amazing Freddie Mercury. Outstanding lead guy, Queen. Um, guy just owned the stage, man. Great singer. Uh, great character, great personality. Uh, always a Freddie guy. Love Queen, Freddie Mercury, number three. Number two for me, you might be a little bit surprised. Um, one of the best all-around acts guy started out as a drummer, became lead singer, took the band to New Heights, Phil Collins. Yes, um, absolutely. Phil Collins Genesis days, his solo days. He has always been phenomenal. Made a comeback, which is exciting. I've seen him a ton of times. This guy's just an amazing British talent, uh, Phil Collins. And number one for me, I hate to keep doing this, being a homer. I did John Bonham. I did Jimmy Page. It's Robert Plant. Led Zeppelin, man. Robert Plant had that voice, uh, this screaming voice, but just in such a perfect pitch. And everything about Led Zeppelin to me is just so dead on. I looked at the names. I said, do I not go Plant number one? But I can't. And everything Led Zeppelin for me, man. Robert Plant number one. That, that's my list. Absolutely. Awesome list, man. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Let me go to, uh, with my real quick because uh, we have Lilith on the line with us, and we're going to get with her in one second. Um, I have a tie at the fifth spot, the infamous uh, John Raggis tie here uh, for our top five list. I have to go with it because I grew up listening to them, um, big inspiration into my music, and to me, one of the biggest parts of rock and roll, and that's the Beatles. I, I, I just... You know, I was trying not to go with the main stuff, but I had to put the Beatles down because they've just been very influential musically uh, to me over the years. Uh, Eric Clapton is also tied uh, with the nice. Beatles for number five. Uh, just I, I've always adored Eric Clapton, one of the greatest guitar players and one of the better singers coming out. Number four, Joe Strummer from The Clash, man. To me, The Clash is, is punk, man. There, There is nothing better uh, than The Clash. Number three, Bruce Dickinson, Iron Maiden, man. I got to go metal. You know me. I'm a big metal guy. And just love Bruce Dickinson, man. He, the guy's still going at his age. He's wailing. He's screaming. He's flying around the stage. Number two, the man in leather, Rob Halford, Judas Priest. To me, when you talk about British rock, British metal, there is nobody better than Rob Halford and Judas Priest. And number one, I got to go with him, Freddie Mercury of Queen, because listen, oh. there's nobody better than Freddie Mercury, man. I'm sorry. 
God rest his soul. He should still be here today. Wish he was because, damn, would I love to have seen Freddie Mercury in concert, man. Yeah, just once. I totally agree with that there. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man, but let's get with our guest right now. And joining us all the way from England is Lilith. What's going on, Lilith? Hi. How are you? (laughs) I'm good, thank you. I'm a bit tired because it's like 1 a.m. here. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I just, we can't thank you enough for staying up past your bedtime to join us here in the States. Oh, uh, no. No, I'm excited. It's our first, like, U.S. interview ever, so like, I'm more That's than happy to great. stay up to one for that. <laughs> That's great. Well, we played two of your singles so far. We're going to play a third a little bit later. We're going to play Wishbone Master. Is this the first time your music that you know of is being played in the States? Um, yeah, that I know of, for sure. So it's really exciting. I was just listening in before I called, and I heard you playing um, the simple track, and I was just, like, getting really buzzed from it. I was like, oh, (laughs) we're being played in America. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, we've been retweeted. You pushed it out today. We pushed it out today. We've been retweeted from people in Spain, all over England, Ireland, Canada, Lots of times in the U.S., so seriously, this is being listened, not just here in the States, but in so many other places around the world. Um, We're happy that we can have you here. We absolutely love your music. So when we invited you and you said, absolutely, we were were just pumped. So uh, thank you for being with us. Yeah, no problem. All right. Um, Well, anyway, so um, this is your first interview in the U.S., like you said. Is is there – you know, a dream or aspirations between you and your bandmates to hopefully come here one day and play? Oh, for sure. I mean, to be honest, like, there's definitely a rock and a metal scene in the UK, but there is way more of a scene um, in the USA. And I think, to be honest, like, our target market is predominantly in the USA. Like, there's so in, in the US at the moment, there's so many, like, female-fronted rock and metal bands that are really starting to, like, um, make waves in the US. And yes. over here in the UK as well, you know, you've got, like, Maria Brink from In This Moment, you've got Butcher mm-hmm. Babies, um, Hellstorm. And so I feel like it's really, it's really starting to make, like, um, make tracks in the US. So that's what definitely definitely would love to come over there and do some kind of tour or something like that in the future for sure absolutely yeah and like you said the female fronted bands have been huge here um hailstorm pretty reckless i mean these are the bands that are just really Mm -hmm. pushing and starting to pave the way for newer groups that are female fronted so that's that's great that you're you're doing that and we would love to see you here in the u.s one day um so what does the future hold for lilith and the night is there an album in the works what's going on (laughs) So, as you know, we've just, well, on the 22nd, actually, the first single, Wake Up, is being released. And then we're already planning for the next single, which is going to be released in summer. Um, It's a song called Insanity, which no one has heard yet. So I'm really excited about that. Um, And then after that, we're hoping to release an EP, probably not a full album, but maybe like an EP, maybe four, four songs or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will be kind of towards the end of the year, probably. Wow, that's great. Well, you have to keep us in mind because if we can debut that right here on the stoop for you in the U.S., we would love to do that this summer. Oh, that would be awesome. I would love that. That would be Absolutely. awesome. Um, you have – well, I, listen, I saw the video uh, for Wake Up. Sick video. Absolutely insane. We absolutely loved it. Um, how was it making <laughs> that video? <laughs> Oh, I loved it. Like, we, we're we so lucky because um, we get to work with these two awesome, like, this duo, the husband and wife duo, and they basically, one's a director, one's a producer, and they just make the most brilliant videos. Um, and they're, they're so creative. Like, I'll go in there and I'll have something in my brain um, that no one else even gets. And straight away, they'll just be like, yes, that sounds, that, like, that sounds perfect. And they'll just create it so it was really good fun um it was like it was a two-day shoot Mm -hmm. and we actually filmed it inside a shipping container um (laughs) so um we (laughs) yeah the things that you do for music um and 
there was like sawdust everywhere and like we had to make it look really grimy and we had like people were chained against the walls and it was just such good fun um and then you see in the video there's a dude who's uh set himself on fire um he he was actually this awesome stunt man who was um the red power ranger for i think like 62 episodes or something so i was like really fangirling at this point because i used to wow. love the power rangers awesome. <laughs> name drop <laughs> yeah so that was that was awesome it was really good fun i loved it i can't wait to make the next video we're making the next video for our next single with them as well so it's going to be it's going to be great that's awesome. And uh, the video, is that for one of the singles that we heard tonight, or is that for the one for the summer? That's for the one for the summer, Insanity. Oh, so, nice. yeah, it's going to be good. Very nice. Yeah, we can't wait to see that one. Um, now, you know, we like to ask people where they draw their inspiration from growing up and how they got into music. Um, so who are some of your favorite bands or musicians that, you know, you – I don't want to say really looked up to, but that you listened to a lot and said, oh, you know, this is what drew you to going into music. Um, I'd have to say, like, the one that's at the top of my list is System of a Down. Um, I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, first, I first discovered them when I was, I don't know, like 14 or 15 or something. Mm. And I was... I was just blown away by them. Like their sounds, really unique, and it, it. I love Serge's voice as well because it's kind yes. of got this weird, like almost operatic tone to it, um, which I loved. And so I think, I think System of a Down is actually the band that first got me into like rock and metal. Mm. Um, but initially, I wasn't actually making like rock and metal music and it's only more recently that I decided to do that but it's something that I've always listened to mm. uh, as well as System uh, Slipknot love okay. Slipknot right. um, right. yeah and then the classics you know Black Sabbath Led Zeppelin um, those bands as well that's awesome that's awesome yeah I'm, I'm so sure you would love to hear that so but he definitely does have a unique voice. He's one of those guys where as soon as he opens his mouth, you know it's him. So. Yeah, straight away. <sighs> Absolutely. Well, we like to put people on the hot seat here. So I'm going to ask you. We did our top five favorite uh, English singers, bands, rockers, you name it. Um, and we want to ask you, who are your top five? You can go metal, you can go <laughs> rock, but they got to be from your home country. You can say... Uh, uh-huh. Pardon? You can say George Michael if you want. Yeah, it's open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a hard question. <laughs> I know, but we love to do um, that. We drop it on people because we want to see what they come up with because I'm sure it's a lot different than what we had. Okay. Um, oh, I don't know. I, I, don't, I can't answer this question. Like, it's really hard. <laughs> Okay. I'm not good on the spot. So just give one out. Just give one out. Like, who is somebody that uh, – it could be a band. It could be a singer from the England area that you just, you know, is just huge in your life. Um, okay, so this is actually – he doesn't do um, rock or metal or anything, but I do just, love Tom Jones. I love Tom Jones he's just awesome like I love the quality to his voice he's got so much soul Um, I was actually at a party um, last year and it was like a party of um, someone who was my manager and he didn't tell anyone and halfway through the party Tom Jones came onto the stage and just started singing and I literally I, I mean I thought I was hallucinating I had I think I had a bit of a mental breakdown, oh, to be honest. <laughs> and it was oh. so awesome. And yeah, I I love I love Tom Jones. He's awesome. Did Did you get to meet Tom Jones too, or? No, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> I kind God. of tried to like um, get close to the stage, and like my manager, <laughs> he was on the stage, and I was like kind of waving, like, "Hey, remember me? <laughs> I like Tom Jones," <laughs> but he, he didn't, didn't take the hint, so. <laughs> Hey, Tom Jones. Yeah, he's awesome. Absolutely. Um, 
you did some work with the NFL when it came over to England. What was that all about? Mm. Yeah, okay, so that's actually with that's with this other band that I do work with. And um, that band is like a corporate, we do corporate events. Oh. And we're lucky enough to have been asked by um, the NFL team to to sing every time there's like an, an event in the UK for the NFL. So when wow. there's like the Super Bowl on, for example, they do this massive screening in the O2 Centre in London. Um, and halfway through, like, we get on the stage and sing, and then at the end of the game we sing again. And it's really awesome because they fly over some of the players and they have cheerleaders and stuff. And obviously we don't get the Super Bowl here. We don't have yeah. the Super Bowl. So this is, like, the next best thing for fans of the Super Bowl. Um yeah. So it's always, like, amazing energy. I love it. Love doing that every year. And then we also have things like the fan rally, um, which take place a few months before the beginning of the Super Bowl. And that's when there's there's usually about 10,000 people and they con- congregate in um, Trafalgar Square in London. And they just put on, like, loads of different singers and we get to sing there as well. So I love doing that. It's awesome. That's great. Now, were you a fan of the NFL before this happened, or did all of this make you a fan of football? Yeah, to be honest, if I'm completely honest, I hadn't watched a game or anything before. And then once they asked me, I was like, oh, I should probably like do some research about it. What if someone asks me a question when I'm on stage in front of all these people? So uh, I did watch some games after that, and I was lucky enough to meet some of some of the players, so that that got me more into it as well. That's nice. Do you have a favorite team now, or no? <laughs> no, not really. I, I mean, I'll, I'll watch a game, but it's, we don't really like we don't have it on on um, the TV here or anything really. Like, I know it's a massive deal in the US, but in England, like, it's it's no way near as big. I guess we have rugby, <laughs> so everyone's into that here. Well, and 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 you have real football, so. Yeah, we have football, not soccer. Yeah, exactly. But it's 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 a big deal <laughs> because all we hear here is how all these teams are going to go over to London and play, and then we hear rumors of how one of the teams that are in the NFL is going to be permanently relocated to London. So uh, you might have a lot. I think more I heard something like that actually. You know? Yeah. So. Might have a lot more football to watch when you get there. So they might be your uh, new favorite team. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right, so we have a lot of people listening in from, as I said, England, Spain, Ireland, Canada, all over the U.S. Um, So for our English listeners right now and people from the U.S. who are going to travel over to England uh, sometime soon, is there any events that you guys are doing, any concerts going on? Yeah. um, At the moment, um, we're preparing for our single launch gig, which is it's actually really soon. It's on the 21st, which is Thursday. It's on Thursday um, in London at a place called the Fiddler's Elbow in Camden Town. Um, so we're really excited for that. There's going to be quite a few people from the industry there as well as the public. So that's going to be amazing. And then on the 23rd um, of April, we have another gig at a really nice, like, intimate venue called Soraya. And that's in King's Cross again in London. Um, and then I think um, after that, our next gig is the 18th of May. And that's that gig's um, kind of a big deal because basically the record label that we're working with for this single, they are holding like a big mm, showcase event where they're showcasing their three female-fronted rock and metal acts. And they're inviting down like a bunch of industry people, but then also the public. And that's going to be an absolutely cracking night. So that's at um, a cool venue called The Borderline um, in London again. Um, so we've got a few gigs coming up. But at the moment, what we're really f- focusing on is getting our EP recorded, getting mm-hmm. as many new songs recorded as possible, because we really want to hit the public with like as many new songs as possible in the next in the next like six months we don't want the pace to slow down at all yeah because things are just going so well at the moment you know you want to keep people excited yeah well you definitely will we're we're definitely excited we can't wait for your new single want to give a shout out to your bandmates steven adam tom and francesco because they're absolutely talented 
And uh, <laughs> seriously, keep us in mind when you get the new single out, and we would love, love, love to debut it here and have you guys back on with us uh, in the future, Lilith. Oh, we want to. Uh, sure. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule. And like I said, staying up past your bedtime to give us a call here in the States. <laughs> no problem. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Great. Thank I you, Lilith. You have a great night. Was that, Jeff? I was going to say, I, I'm really proud to be the first. U.S. station to have you guys on. It is such an honor. You guys are great, and we are just thrilled here to uh, to debut to U.S. They're going to learn real fast about the name. You guys are great. Yeah, that's so nice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Will. You go get some sleep now. <laughs> okay, take care. Have a good evening. You too. Thank you. Bye. And that was Lilith from Lilith and the Night. Absolutely gr- great, great girl, man. Seriously. Really great. Um, definitely glad she uh, stayed up. And uh, I said we uh, kind of had some brief messaging uh, online, and she just kept emphasizing how excited she was to do the show and how excited she was to get into the U.S. And uh, we're happy to have her. I think her stuff is great, and it's definitely uh, worthy of some radio play. And uh, let's hope the U.S. wakes up to it and we get them here soon. I hope so, man. I really hope so. And uh, can't wait for their new single and can't wait for uh, their new EP to come out and Man, I, I'm going to be one of the first people to buy it, that's for sure. So uh, let's keep pushing Lilith and the Night here in the States. And let's listen to another single real quick. This is called Wishbone Master by Lilith and the Night. Enjoy it. Absolutely phenomenal. That's Wishbone by Lilith and the Night, man. Will, the, the 
Second one was simple. This one was Wishbone. I messed those up. Uh, first one was Wake Up. Great songs, man. Oh, that last one's really good with great pump and beat. And uh, her voice is strong, man. She really carries it. And they got a great musical talent. I, I just love it. I, I, I know I, I say it and I'm here, but I love everyone to get on this show. But this might be the best so far. This is an excellent band. I love it. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's give uh, shout-outs once again to not only Lilith, who's on vocals, but Stephen and Adam on guitar, Tom on bass, and Francesco on drums. Very talented band. Um, Lilith is just, you know, not only is she beautiful, she's beautifully talented. Please check them out at lilithandthenight.wix.com, and you can check them out on Twitter, at LilithATK, and we will post that on our Facebook and on our Twitter sometime either tonight or tomorrow, or maybe even both, Jeff. Tonight, tomorrow, the next day, uh, we're sticking with it, man. This is uh, we debuted them here, so we're we're sticking to them, man. Heck of Absolutely. Fat cat record producers that don't know any better. <laughs> Absolutely, and I think we'll have a nice uh, little spot for all the great musicians and great singers we've had on here in the show on our new face. Uh, excuse me, on our new website. Um, it's in the middle of being built right now, and once we get to debut that. You're going to be able to go there and read uh, not only – well, listen to not only the shows that we've had in the past here with some amazing guests from D.B. Sweeney and Dave Coulier from Full House and Fuller House, uh, also a great comedian, to WWE Hall of Famer George the Animal Steel, uh, indie wrestler the Southern Stomper Luke Hawks, and uh, actress Jamie Bernadette, actor Kevin Sorbo. And then as you go music-wise, man, we've had Adrenaline, we had Jessica from Psycho. Uh, you know, Donica Patch, uh, excuse me, Donica Knight, um, you know, Madeline Victoria, Ed Roman, uh, Xander Demos. I mean, you name it, we've had on some some amazing people, and we can't wait to put that on our new website so everybody can not only listen to the interviews, they can read it as well as me and Jeff are going to be blogging on there and talking about some of our favorite interviews and some of our favorite moments of, our, of these shows, as well as uh, talk about some things that we necessarily don't get to the talk though on this show so uh it'll, it'll be a lot of fun man yeah i like the sound of that and um once it gets up and rolling i guarantee you once a week there'll be a new picture of me making a total ass out of myself somewhere somehow i'll be doing something stupid and you can tune in it's, it's great to watch me be ridiculous great i already saved that picture of you in the <laughs> kilt that's going up man that's going to probably be our new logo so i like it i am i'm down there's nothing and i will Go out and say this right here. There's nothing I will not do for the show, the website, and to move us forward. Nothing. Got to love it, man. Got <laughs> to love it. All right, man. Um, we got things to talk about. We have guests coming on the show. The stoop is just going to constantly be going, and it's going to be getting stronger and stronger as we go forward. Um, joining us next Monday on April 25th, starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time right here, is the wonderful Sagan Amory from the band Caveat. Um, really looking forward to that. We're going to listen to a couple of tunes by them. Um, and then, you know, just talk to Sagan about her band and some of their future prog- uh, you know, projects and events and, you know, how she got into music. And just, you know, we really want to showcase these uh, amazing, amazing rock and metal bands that we get on here. Um, and you know, just so everybody knows, we don't just do rock and metal. We do country. We do pop. Uh, if you do hip hop, rap, whatever, you want to come on here uh, to the stoop, um, you know, so we can listen to some of your tunes and we can talk to you and and you know, just really push your band to uh, our our amazing listeners. Just reach out to us, man, because we love we love it, man. We've had managers contact us, we've had agents contact us, and we absolutely love it when that happens. Because listen, we usually go after the guest, Jeff. Um, you know, you know. Sometimes for every 50 emails you send, you get a couple of replies back. Sometimes for every 50 emails you send, you don't get any back. So when the agents and the managers get uh, to us to say, "Hey, listen, you know, uh, I, you know, my talent or my client, uh, they'd be real interested in coming on your show." We love that, man. It, not because it, it it kind of makes it easier for us. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, we we haven't missed yet with um, talent. We've had great guests on, uh, classy individuals. Um, Little plug, you know, again, I say it every week. Mia Khalifa, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on too. My, my shameless plug. <laughs> Somebody she knows has got to be listening and get her on this show. But now we, we've had great talent. I, I honestly, like I said, every time we have a new music group on, I become a fan. It's, it's, we, we haven't missed. We've had some great talent. Yes, we have, man. And I don't know if Mia Khalifa actually listens to our show, man. But uh, if she does and she feels like being on and calling in, 
Jeff would absolutely love that. And I will behave. Maybe. No, you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> no, no. no. You Sorry. really, really won't, man. I Listen, man, we know you, man. It's me and Khalif. Listen, if we had, let's say, Jennifer Lawrence on or Sarah Jean Underwood, eh, uh, I don't know if I can um, behave. I, I really don't. I'm going to have to take the reins for that one, let you kind of uh, just be the fan in the background. <laughs> yeah, right? Jeez. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I could talk, man. I'm getting shaky and nervous about it now. Well, we'll, we'll work our way up to that. We'll uh, we'll try it out. I'll come over and I'll put on a uh, Sarah Jean mask and you can act like you're talking right there in the house. Oh, that, that's, that, that's frightening, dude. That's just ruined the whole thing, but it makes it easier. You know what they say? Picture your audience in the underwear, and uh, well, picture her looking like me. There you go. You just ruined it, man. I I could probably talk to her right now with no problem. Now you just ruined it for me. See that? I'm here to help. Like I said, anything, anything to get us moving forward, man. So there you go. You're welcome. Man, (laughs) I think I'm gonna go watch some Steel Magnolias now and cry myself to sleep. Oh. Great movie, game. by the way. That should, that should have been on my guilty pleasure movie list, man. Damn it. You know what? Yeah, you're right. That is a good call, and I have seen it a couple of times. It really is a good movie. Very good I movie. absolutely love Steel Magnolias, man. From from Olympia Dukakis and Shirley MacLaine to Dolly Parton. Uh, freaking, not only is it, it's a sad movie, but it's also funny. There's a lot of funny, funny parts in that movie, and that is a guilty pleasure. So that moves directly up to my number one above my big fat Greek wedding, man. No question about it. I'm a proud male. I can say it. I can. Yeah, man, why not? Just want to share this real quickly um, to the magic of social media that uh, Lilith has called herself now a big fan of the stoop after chatting with us tonight. That's huge. We're, we're happy. We love that. Oh, well, thank you, Lilith. We uh, we really appreciate it, and we were, we were absolutely happy that we could um, have you on here and, and really show – the listeners of not only the stoop but here in the U.S. What a what a fantastic fantastic rock band you guys are and uh, you know and and up and coming too uh, you know I'm I'm glad they're gonna hear about it first before they hear about it on you know some kind of a, a, you know other radio station or a magazine or you know whatever so uh, happy that they were uh, you know that Lilith was able to debut not only herself but the band's music uh, here in the U.S. to us man absolutely phenomenal. Got to have her back on, man. Absolutely. Um, anytime. I'm loving these these new um, female-driven bands. I mean, the, the females are, are showing they can rock, and their voices are great, and uh, they're, they're great interviews, too. We, we've had, like I said, man, I keep beating that dead horse. We've had a lot of success with some great female vocalists on our show. You know, there's there's a lot of female-fronted bands. I mean, you look at, you know, for, you know over the years, Evanescence, um, you know, Amy Lee, phenomenal voice. You look at Nightwish, they've had their fair, you know, fair share. Lacuna Coil, uh, Arch Enemy, Within Temptation, Hailstorm, like we said before, Pretty Reckless, uh, Otep. There's, there, you know, there's a lot of them. You know, there really is Flyleaf. Um, but you know, only so many really reach that that height that unfortunately most male fronted bands do. Uh, so it's great when you look at. A hailstorm. It's great when you look at a pretty reckless, um, you know, and a lacuna coil and whatnot. That they are just so popular and paving that way. I mean, listen, man. We had the Lita Fords. We had the Cherie Currys. You know, the Runaways, all female band, absolutely phenomenal, historic, classic, legendary. Um, you know, but some of these girls today, they don't pull from that classic line. I mean, they don't say, "Oh, the Runaways" or "Oh, the Bangles." You know. They don't really look towards those bands saying, this is what got me to music, and this is what made me want to you know, lead a female-fronted band. So, uh, you know, it's great that people are looking at, like, a Taylor Momsen and a Lizzie Hale and, you know, really just, you, you know, looking at them for inspiration, man. Awesome bands, all of them, absolutely all of them, everyone I named. You know, I, I, I'm i sitting here, man, and I'm looking at the uh, Going to Hell by the Pretty Reckless album is right in front of me. was listening to it uh, this morning, and Hailstorm is right under it. So we got to get you to listen to some Pretty Reckless, Jeff. I listen to some Pretty Reckless. I like Pretty Reckless. Um, good boy. Good boy. 
sort of like the male thrive. Like I said, man, I, I used to be that closed-minded guy that said, I want my rock stars to be dudes. And the, you know what? I am really starting to get into the female vocalist. And, the, yeah, they, they look good. They're they're hot and they got sex appeal. But some of them just, that, that makes it that much better because their body is just so much into the music and they really deliver. And yes. um, yeah. it's been great, man. Some real talented ones up and coming. It, it's fantastic. Gives me a yep. whole new range, and I like that, man. I love music. Music drives me. Music keeps me afloat. So, yeah, man, bring it all day long. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. All right, man, before uh, we end the night, man, let's uh, get back to a little bit of PODs here, man, which we call points of discussion. And, uh, you know, Jeff, you grew up on video games. I grew up on video games. The Atari, the original Nintendo. Um, we, you know, hearing all this news that all these new consoles are going to be coming out real soon, but the new Nintendo supposedly is going virtual reality with their remotes. There's going to be no buttons on it. And also supposedly mostly a rumor, I think I'm not sure because I haven't really read up on the news today to see uh, if anything came out about it, but cartridges may make a comeback. What do you think of that, man? Yeah, cartridges are always pretty sweet. Um, a lot easier to, uh, maintain than your disc. Of course, everybody that remembers and grew up and remembers the classic uh, blow in the cartridge to get the dust out and make it yep. work. <laughs> everybody, yep. everybody was remembering Pearman, the old, and uh, away you went. Yeah, I love cartridges, man. I'm back. Which, I'm up for that. Which they say now, 30-plus years later, that blowing into it supposedly destroys it, which is, I think, crap. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know. Nobody knows. No, they really, listen, man, I, I, I still have some of my original Nintendo games right here, and I can tell you right now, I probably blew into them thousands upon thousands of times, and they still work with no problem. Agreed. Yeah, I've I've got a small collection at home. Every once in a while when I dust up a system and, and give it a shot, and it normally works. Yeah, see, I, see, I don't have, unfortunately, the uh, original Nintendo anymore, so I use one of those retro duo systems, and... Yeah. Uh, or was it what is it retro bit? I think it is retro bit, retro duo. Anyway, it's I I know it's one or the other, but uh, you know I have the one where you can play Super NES and NES games on it, and I like it. I I I like that it works. Most games work, some don't. I just don't like the remote, man. The remote feels like every time I press the button, I'm gonna pretty much put my finger through it, man. <laughs> and you know what, man? If you're playing the old school uh, WWF games, man, you know you got to keep pressing those buttons, man, and tapping and tapping and tapping to get out of the pin. So. I don't blame. Yeah, you'll you'll definitely break right through that thing. Absolutely, boxing games, all that stuff. Yeah, it's not <laughs> not the right remote for it. Nope. 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 Nope, man. And, and listen, man. Did you hear about that Easter egg, man? That just came out about Mike Tyson's punch out. No. Twenty five years later, man. Supposedly, when you uh, when you fight, um, um, oh man, I can't remember who it is now, man. Piston Honda. Uh, and, and the, okay. you know, the second time around, there's a guy, and every time in the background, in the crowd, every time he lifts his arms up when Piston Honda is just about to come back at you from backing up is when you throw a punch and you instantly knock out Piston Honda. And it was only found 27 years later. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's incredible. Or 27 plus years later. I'm sorry. Jeez. Wow. Is, that's amazing. Isn't that crazy, man? Kind of wonder how much stuff is hidden in these games we never knew as kids and Nobody ever really thought to look at, but that, that's pretty wild. Now I got to go get it and find it and play it, and and still yep. get mopped up by Mike Tyson. I never by the way, Mike Tyson. Make you feel old right now. Mike Tyson's punch out came out 29 years ago. Wow. Yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> I was like, one, two. How old was I? <laughs> <laughs> one, two. What are you talking about? So, you were 22, man. I am going to be 45 next. Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Wednesday the 27th. So, um, whenever our next Stoop show is at uh, Monday or the Thursday, we're going to gonna celebrate Jeff's birthday. All the celebrities are going to call in, like uh, me and uh, you know. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. and uh, our, Yeah, our friend Hugh Jackman will call in to say uh, happy birthday. So. Yeah, probably I hope not. so. Probably not. So. Yeah, probably not. Um, Mia Khalifa, anybody that knows her is listening. My birthday is the 27th of April. Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, the man. is going to listen to the show and just beat the crap out of me with all this Mia Khalifa talk. No, nah, she's too busy with her uh, her uh, lemonade special on HBO, which looks kind of creepy. Yeah, that's a little creepy. Um, anyway, I mean, uh, as long as I know she's listening, I just want to let her know that uh, – 
she's big into this CrossFit scene. I'm proud of her for all her hard work. And uh, she wants us to do some CrossFit bits on the show. Maybe we'll do that in the future. She's uh, got some great athletes that she uh, was with this past weekend. Uh, really? Show. And, oh, yeah. She um, she was there pretty much to watch. It's a great competition. She's big into it. She, she's done great with it. And it's, it's exciting stuff we'll get into. And I uh, told her I would preach about it here on the air. And uh, there you go. There you go, man. Now, now you won't get hit tonight. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. All right. Listen, man, I, I, I got to say, I love that Lilith's top five list from one to five is Tom Jones. Yeah, that, that was great. How about that, Tom Jones? Oh, yeah, Tom, I, I Jones gets, Tom Jones. He gets all the women. I mean, this girl, she said it. She's waving at him and trying to catch his eye, and Jesus, Tom Jones. Tom Jones could be 129 years old, and he's still going to get the women. Absolutely. Yeah, he's got that awesome Powers Mojo thing, man. It never goes away. Yeah. Hey, man, listen, he got Alfonso Ribeiro, so. Yeah, there you go. There you go, man. All right, man. Um, so next week, Monday, April 25th, we're going to be joined by the beautifully talented Sagan Amory of Caveat. Really looking forward to that, talking about the band there. I um, want to send a special thank you again to Lilith from Lilith and the Night, uh, as well as Stephen and Adam are two guitarists, Tom on bass and Francesco on drums. Absolutely phenomenal band. We listened to three singles tonight. Uh, Wake Up, Wishbone, and Simple, which uh, you can listen to again just by replaying this show uh, in a little bit. And uh, we're also going to be putting this up on YouTube. So this interview is going to be up on YouTube, as well as the last uh, single we played, Wishbone, will be a part of that interview on YouTube. So check us out on YouTube. Look for The Stoop. And as always, Facebook.com slash Stoop Radio. And we're also on Twitter at The Stoop Radio 1. You can always contact us on either platform, and we'd, be, we'd, we'd just love to hear from you guys. So uh, leave comments. Uh, if you want to uh, drop us a message to ask us a question or you want to ask a future guest a question, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. We'd love to do that. So um, once again, thank you for, for – for, thank you to Lilith. I mean, you know, she stay, stay, stayed up way past 1 a.m. to call in tonight uh, all the way from uh, London. Absolutely phenomenal, man, that we went global tonight. We were heard in, in so many different countries – uh, England, Spain, Ireland, Canada, here in the U.S., um, who knows where else, um, I'm sure lots of other places. So um, to all those people around the world, I'm sorry you had to listen to my voice for the last uh, plus hour. Um, but thank <laughs> you. They can survive mine. They can survive anybody. So, uh, mine is terrible, but I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, join us next week, Monday, April 25th, starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time as uh, we'll debut a new top five list. We'll talk about the latest news in sports, music, movies, television, uh, you name it. And uh, we'll also be uh, joined by our very special guest, Sagan Amory of Caveat. So for Jeff Perini, I am Jonathan Ragus. Thank you for listening into tonight's special episode of The Stoop. Thank you, folks, and good night.